Good morning, everyone. This is Jacqueline Gordon-Kane with Mothering Through the Decades. And I'm a solo today. Kia is on break vacation. So I wanted to come on and still talk with you guys about something that our family experienced last week. And that um, on Saturday, this past Saturday, the 25th of February, we said goodbye in a memorial service to one of my nephews, which is my great nephew. His mother is my niece, and it's my niece is my sister's daughter. Um, I just want to talk a little about, bit about grief. You know, my family has seen more grief than we should have, and that's one of the downsides of having a really large family, is that you are guaranteed to see people leave this earth. Um, It was kind of shocking for our family when my nephew passed. It was extremely shocking that it happened all around the time where I have my little anniversary of Melanie, my daughter, passing, um, which she passed on February the 24th of 2013. So we had to drive up to Atlanta from Florida to go to Melanie's gravesite, which we try to do annually, and put flowers on her grave for her death date of leaving this earth to be with Jesus. And we had to, we drove in on Friday. We put flowers on her grave, uh, met the girls at the gravesite, our daughters that live there in Atlanta, met them at the gravesite. We put flowers on Melanie's grave. We went back to the house, kind of took a little bit of break. We took a deep breath. We said our cries and our goodbyes. And then we immediately jumped into support mode for our niece, Davida. Um, Because the family was going to be meeting later at my sister's house to, you know, just hang out as a family because the memorial services was going to be Saturday. But y'all, God is a good God. It does not matter what's going on. It's this unbelievable amount of strength that the Lord gives you to get through tough things. And it's really unexplainable. I remember sitting across from my niece talking to her. And she said, I'm like in a fog, auntie. I said, I know you are. And I explained to her, you're going to be in a fog for a while. You're going to be in a fog for a while. But when that fog lifts, because it would be unbearable. God's grace is so amazing because it would be unbearable to not have that fog of peace covering you as a fog. And that's what when I say fog, I mean that peace covering you like a fog in order to keep you from losing your very mind. God gave us this as a coping mechanism to get through hard things. And those of you who have lost someone, you understand that. You completely understand why and what I'm talking about. You understand it because you've been through that. You had to, you lost a loved one and God had to bring that fog of peace in your life to keep you from losing your very mind. You get it. And for those who don't get it, I pray you never have to go through anything like this, especially having to bury a child. It's just the hardest thing. So I'm sitting with my niece and we're talking and she said, Auntie, there's a name for when you lose your parents, you're an orphan. There's a name for when you lose a spouse, you're a widow, widow. 
but there's no name for when you bury and lose a child. And I looked over at her and I shook my head and I said, you are absolutely right, babe. There's no name for that. It's no name. No name for losing a child. So the thing that I am aware of and the thing that I know in my heart of hearts is that when we go through grief and hard things, we cannot lean to our own understanding. We cannot lean to our own understanding, meaning we cannot look at what can I do because it's impossible. You can't do anything but go through the moment. She was strong, just like I was, and a whole bunch of other people who have had to bury their children or bury a loved one, a mother, father, aunt, or whatever. You have to be strong to get through it because you got to celebrate the life that they did have on this earth. And boy, did she put together a celebration of life for her son. Young man, very young man, in his early 20s. She put together a celebration, extremely strong. She knew that this would be the hardest thing she'd ever have to go through. Our family knew it was hard, one of the hardest things she would ever go through because she's one of those people in our lives that, Auntie, you got a problem, I'm there. Mom, you got a problem, I'm there. I remember sitting in hospice with Melanie, exhausted, like As I was saying part two, because I got a phone call in the middle of my recording, but that's okay. Things happen. This young lady got to me because I was in hospice with Melanie. I hadn't had any sleep. At that time, we were like on the 20, no, the 18th day of her being hospice or something like that. And she said, Auntie, I'm coming. I'm going to sit with Melanie and you go home and you get some rest. And I left. And I went home to get some rest. And she took out of her time to come and sit with my baby, who was slipping away slowly but surely. And not only did she sit with Melanie and love on her while I took a break, she braided her hair, made sure she was looking cute and all that. And it was just beautiful to have this kid put her life on hold to come and be with me. Now, I had to put my life on hold and come and be with her. Because she, too, was going through this tough thing and burying your child. Who does that, right? It's life. It is unfortunately a part of life. Life and death is a part of life. But this young lady gave her son an awesome celebration of life on this past Saturday. And she did it with her head up high. She was there for her children, her other two sons that are left behind with her to help her grieve. And she did it because she understood she had to celebrate him. So I'm on this podcast today telling you grief is a part of life. But how you handle that grief is going to be what is necessary for you to get to the next day and the next day and the next day. And how do you get through it? You take one day at a time. You remember the goodness that they had in your life and the good things you did and all those wonderful memories. But you celebrate them 
because they're no longer having to be here in this world we're dealing with today, dealing with the things that we're dealing with today. They're with Jesus. So that's why I'm saying grief is, ne- is, is normal. It's life. It happens. We live and we die. But it's what you do between those dashes that everybody says between born on this day, that dash, and what, what the down this day, what you do between the middle. This young man had these cute dimples, and whoever knew him knew him as one of the sweetest, kindest, young, respectful men you could ever meet. Why is he gone so soon? We're not God. But what we do know is he showed us love. He showed us humility. He showed us how to love a parent because his mama was his everything. And he made sure she was good. So you kids out there, put aside the bitterness that you may have for your parents or anybody else and love on them because tomorrow is not promised. Tomorrow is not promised. But I guarantee you, when you close your eyes on this side of town, this side of the world, If you've done everything you could to love and be there for somebody else, then you can go on and be with Jesus in peace. But if you're a hellraiser and you're selfish and you never do anything for anybody else, you can't say, I'm good, Lord. I've done what you told me to do. So let's get it together. Because this young man had it together and young. But he respected his elders, his mom. He took care of her. He loved on his siblings. He loved on everybody around him. And wherever she was, he was. Because he wanted to make sure his mom was good. So I am dedicating this message today to my beloved Quentin, who's no longer with us. And his mother, who has to deal with a broken heart. But yet she will continue to go on because she said to me, I'm going to do my very best to do everything I do to represent the legacy of my son. And I say, I'm with you 100%. So guys, grief is here. It happens. Don't run to man to try to get relief. Run to God to give him so he can give you that peace that you need to get through hard things. And remember, you're not alone. If it's something you're going through in your life, seek help. Grief is hard. Go talk to somebody. Go talk to somebody to that's licensed a therapist and get some grief counsel. Because it's hard to go through losing a loved one. And everybody else go back to their normal world and there you're standing like, okay, what I'm going to do with this? Especially when the peace fog start lifting and reality sit in that they're never coming back. Like they're gone forever. Seek grief counseling so you can learn how to grieve the right way. Not ball it up. Not act like it didn't happen. Not be blaming and in denial, but learn how to grieve the right way so that you can live a legacy in memory of those that we lost. It's necessary. I do what I do. I talk to everyone. 
that I can talk to and I tell them about Jesus. I tell them about life experiences. I tell them about things, you know, they're not the only one in life that things happen to. Because I want them to know that if I too can can take the sting finally out of the loss of my daughter by helping somebody else, that's what I'm going to do. Put yourself in other folks' shoes. It's not just you just going through things. It's everyone around you that loves you. So be cautious about your circle when you're grieving. Because you got some folks that'll be in your circle that will just destroy you and make you feel some kind of way. And you got people that are in your circle that are there to lift you up and make sure you're good. Those are the people you need in your circle. Limit your circle when you're grieving because it's for your own good. Because you need to heal slowly. When I lost Melanie, I and had was dealing with the cancer at the same time. God put on my heart to write a little bitty book, and it's it's I think it's like six or seventy pages. It's very small. It's how to trust God when everything goes wrong. The things that He gave me to do to get through that tough time in my life, I wrote it down like He had told me, and I published it and I made it available for everybody who's going through. And if you're one of those people who are going through tough things right now and you can't spend the five dollars on Amazon, I think it's five dollars or something that's very cheap and that's for the publish for the printing of you DM me and I'll get you a copy of that little booklet. Because I want you to understand there's a process in grieving and you need to grieve correctly so that you can heal. Those You need to be able to heal from the things that hurt so that you too can enjoy some life. Our loved ones are gone. We can't bring them back. And it would be terrible for us not to take the opportunity to enjoy life because they left so soon and didn't. They would want you to enjoy your life. They would want you to have peace in mind and to live a full life. And how do you do that? You stop what you're doing. You take time to heal. And then you start putting together those things that you want to do in your life to enjoy yourself. Because life is too short. Because if you are a believer in Christ, you will see them again. You will definitely see them again. And I am grateful that I know Jesus and I know I'm going to see Melanie again. I'm going to see Quentin again. I'm going to see my parents and my other siblings that are gone. And all my family members that are gone and friends that are gone. I'm going to see them again. But right now, God has given me an opportunity to enjoy my life. And I need to stop what I'm doing and do that in honor of all my loved ones that I've lost. Because they're no longer here. So... All you out there, pray for our family. I'm praying for yours. Pray for my niece and her children and my sister because this is happening to her daughter and my niece's father so that we all can cover them during this time of grief. But I'm glad to know she looked up at me and said, I'm going to be all right, auntie. And I looked at her and I said, I know you will. Because you understand this walk with Christ and how we cannot lean on our own understanding. We just got to walk with him. So this is Jacqueline Gordon Kane with Mothering Through the Decades. And I love you guys. And you have a blessed, blessed, awesome week. And go out and enjoy your life. And love on somebody. Because it's not all about you. God bless. Mm-hmm.